Joe. And I'm Lee. We are the Rewinders, re-watching childhood movies to see if they hold up. Lee? We watched The Lost Boys. Why are you whispering? Because I was trying to give it some... They don't do that evil. sound there, there in that movie. There is absolutely no whispering in this movie. You're right. That's true. There's a lot of yelling. No, lots of yelling. And there's a lot of... Get back. You know what there's a lot of? What? Michael. 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 We have a guest here, Natalie. She's here to help us out. I'm back. Review. Hello, Natalie. Hello. She's back even though Meg Ryan is not in this movie. Uh-huh. <gasps> or is there or... a secret Meg Ryan in mm-hmm. this movie? <gasps> oh, no. No, there isn't. <laughs> All right. So, this is yet another Corey movie I had not seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Uh, uh, I saw it at least maybe once. Yeah? And I don't know if I saw it all the way through. Oh, man. So, that's Natalie's... This is Natalie's uh I've field. seen this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. A lot, yes. Yeah. My introduction to horror movies was through Vampires. Like, my first horror movie was Fright Night. This was my mm-hmm. second one. Okay. I mean, yeah. They're, and those are solid. Okay, well, I mean, don't want to... Yeah, good vampire movies, we'll say, from the 80s. You could yeah. do worse. Um, do one spitting. Then, of course, as I got older, one of my friends had a major crush on not only Kiefer Sutherland, but also Jason Patrick, who are both in the movie. And so yeah, we watched I, this a lot. That's fine. A lot, J- a lot. Jason, Jason Patrick. Michael. Oh, okay, so... Yeah. Michael. Jason Patrick. Big brother. Jason yes. Patrick is hot in this movie. What What about, he like, the super yeah. long rat tail boy or whatever? That's... That, you're talking about... The curly cues guy. He's talking about... Go ahead, Nelly. You know who he's talking about. That's Bill of Bill and Ted. Ah, that could be Bill. It yeah. is Bill. Yeah, so what about him? No. <laughs> oh, oh, I, no, you Sorry. like you like Sorry. him when, I, when I was I was more of a Keanu kind okay. of girl. Right. What about what about the uh, dark haired, long haired vampire yes. guy? No, no, he is dead but, sexy. I don't even know what his, about his character's name was Dwayne, I believe, but they actually never Dwayne. said it in the movie. <laughs> what about the sexy sax man? Sax guy? man, wow! Tina Turner's sax man, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> his pelvis would not stop. I don't think it could oh stop. When does he have time to play? How to keep up those muscles? Oh my god! Exactly. Well, he works out on stage probably, but. How does he hold on to okay, his okay, sex? Because, man, okay, yeah, 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 Let's wrap this up. All right. Let's do I'll, I'll more, more memories from you guys of childhood stuff, and then we'll get into, and then we'll eventually get to sax man. <laughs> okay, besides. That's going to be like 15 minutes of this. is oh, just no. about sax man. Oh, God. All right. Any other childhood movies? Joe, you said you only saw it once, but what did you remember or take so, away from it? The the big things that I actually remembered were uh, the number one thing was hanging underneath the bridge because mm-hmm. that was like a scary kind of thing to yeah. think about. I did remember that they were underground, but that, whatever, everyone's underground. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing was that everything seemed bigger longer and more important in the movie mm-hmm. in my memory than when I watched it this time around. I could see that. Yeah, they had it the way it was shot and the way it had importance added to it. Uh yeah, direness and stuff like that, but Yeah, any other uh besides hotness of vampires? <laughs> no, nope, that's it. Uh for Natalie, uh, did you oh. any other good scenes that you really really stuck with you? 
as you know, because we watched it together, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen this in probably 10, 15 years, but I could still quote it as we went along. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot to this movie that I still love. Yeah, we watched it together. You're quoting, yeah, yeah. quoting the movie <laughs> as we went through. Okay, so this is a Joel Schumacher-directed movie. <laughs> um, and it, it does show there's a lot of Batman references. Because he he loved Batman, that was that was his thing. Even though he ruined the franchise for a decade and a half <laughs> after Batman and Robin. But then you see Joel uh, uh, Richard Donner. He produced this. They wanted him to direct. Richard Donner is a better director than Joel Schumacher. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, <laughs> very much. So. But but and, and so it starts off with a helicopter shot, and we're coming in to Santa Clara, and it's a amusement park, the boardwalk, boardwalk of it. And what I like, it's actually that is Santa Clara. Which is which is kind of cool that they're they actually shot on location and there's a lot of overhead I guess at the time helicopter shots I'm sure because well, you get little scritches and like whoop, 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 it's little bats sure yeah that's the idea is that you're it could be vampires flying in because we see a lot of POV shots of vampires flying around but um yeah there's a carousel and it's all misty and foggy <laughs> and that's where we're introduced right away to Kiefer Sutherland and his gang of of punk vampires from the 80s. Causing shit on the boardwalk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trying to pick up a lady, another punk, hey, that's my lady, and they get kicked off by a security guard. A lot of face squishing going on in a that lot. scene. <laughs> they look like they walked straight out of a it, Guns N' Roses yeah. music video. It really looked, it's the way it's shot, it is like a music video. Well, what they're wearing, their it, hair, their makeup, it's, everything. It's a sexy punk music video. That, that we're watching. This is like the right basis now. of Hot Topic to come in the future. What their yeah, style is. A little is. bit, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, you're right. So they're causing trouble on the carousel. Yep. Kicked off. Fat, fat security guard Old kicks them off. Oh, you never come around here. Yeah, yeah. And Kiefer Sutherland, head vampire David, is, is cool. He's cool. Basically, yeah. we'll get him later. And then they do. Really, the next scene is <laughs> they're, they're closing down the amusement park and. Some punk guy and his girlfriend. And then he's they, trying yeah, to make gets... out with her, and she's just laughing, reading her comics. Well, that's way later. Well. Yeah, but that happens. Yeah. Uh, security <laughs> guard gets killed. He just gets yoinked into the into the air. With his door. Yeah, he held, he held on to that door. And uh, we have a song playing the entire time, too. The... Oh, yeah. Cry the Little song. Sister. Cry Little Sister. I could never, yeah, hear what the the choir boy, girl choir is singing at the end. Thou shall not something, thou shall not something. That song was pretty big back then. I I remember hearing that song a lot. You did? This is the first time I've heard that. And and then you hear it about 20 times in this movie. Well, yeah. Well, it was the theme for the movie. No, I like it, though. It's a good uh, goth song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Helicopter shot and... Then the credits of everybody in this movie, and then we see that it stars the Corys. That's why we're watching this yep. one. A little theme. And yeah, it's a family coming from Arizona. Mom got divorced, got old, got Corey Haim as the younger... Young brother. Young brother, and then you got Jason Patrick as the older brother, yep. and the best character, Nanook, the dog. Yeah. And of course, yeah. Diane Weist is the Di- mom. There you go. Yep. You may know her from... Being the mom in Footloose, and she was in the movie Parenthood. She was in Independence Day, not the 
uh, Alien Independence Day. There was another movie called Independence Day in, I think, 82 or 83. And she was an abused wife. And she, she got her independence in yes. there. She blew herself up in that movie. Like wow. So, like the gas stove on fire, or gas stove. Anyway. Huh. Well, well there on to go. happier topics, we see a billboard that says, Welcome to Santa Clara. And on the other side, it also says the murder, <laughs> murder capital of... I think just murder capital yeah. of the world. Of the world. Yeah. I yeah. think it says, yeah. Uh, what song is playing? A pretty good song. I can't think of it. People are strange. People are strange. The, originally by the Doors. It's a remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's playing. We're seeing a bunch of shots of... Uh, I'm putting quotes, creepy people. Uh, I mean, it, they dye their hair. Oh, no, they're creepy. They have weird piercings. Yeah, oh, they're, they, no. they're creepy people. It's just a bunch of people hanging up at the at the amusement park, really. That's yeah. all it is. You can make anybody creepy if they're just staring off in the distance, not knowing they're being shot by a camera across the street. They show a guy that is in a, like a black hood. Yeah, he's got glasses. Uh, yeah. Thick glasses. He's, he's a, actually... Part of some Christian sect. He's also creepy because we yeah. see him for one second. <laughs> yep. That means he's, yeah. It makes him look creepy. interesting. Hmm. Well, uh, and basically, just to show that this area is run down, is the idea that it's a, a rundown place and we see a bunch of posters uh, and stuff of people missing, gone missing, is the idea. Lots and lots of missing people. Yep. 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 Uh, but then they go through there and they get home to. Where they're going to be staying at the grandpa's place, out of out of town, and it's this weird ranch with stuff everywhere. I guess with it's it's your typical California evil. hippie ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you see, so it's uh, what's Dan Weese's character name in this? I don't know. The mom, I guess. I can't think of her name. Whatever. It's 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 her dad's place, and he's laying. He's a weird eccentric guy, and he's laying down on the outside in. The kids think, oh, is he dead? Yeah, just no, outside the porch. He's, he's a heavy sleeper, and he's pretending to be dead Yeah, because he's just a weird guy. He's also his, the actor from his Tron. His funny way to say, welcome here. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a weird little yeah fun thing to do. In Tron, he was the, the old man. Guy, in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we get shown around the house, and there's stuff everywhere. But uh, Corey Ham's big or Max is his name, his biggest complaint is there's no TV. That means there's no MTV. Well, you wouldn't have MTV if there were no cable. Exactly. On the TV. Yeah. But but he's used but Grandpa to... gets the TV guide, so yes. he doesn't need a TV. Perfect. There you go. You're set. You can read what happened. Uh, we just show the the house and there. Yeah, hippie again. Hippie stuff everywhere, but a lot of um, taxidermied stuff, which will come mm-hmm. into play later. Oh, <laughs> in a that room full of big room full of, of taxidermied of animals. Yeah, yeah. And but they're right outside the kitchen window that Natalie pointed out that I missed somehow. There's there's a marijuana plant. <laughs> Grandpa's they growing pot in the backyard. I don't know why I just missed it. Until Jason Bateman points at it and Patrick. makes the Jason smoky Patrick. smoke smoke. Yeah, I, I just yeah. missed that. And, oh, and it says Grandpa's saying, "Don't touch my stuff, especially this drawer in the fridge <laughs> where my that. root beer and my double stuff Oreos it are." Says old fart on it, which is great. <laughs> I like this character, Grandpa character. Yeah, then do they just go back to the boardwalk cause at at nighttime? Boardwalk. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because okay, yeah. yeah, mom. So mom, real quick, is, she's looking for a job, and she she got divorced, and so they they say that they're flat broke. That's why they can't get their MTV on. But then the kids are going around, and that's when they go to yeah a concert that's happening at the yeah at the docks, and this is where we find sexy sex man Sergio. 
Greasy <laughs> sax man. Yeah, this really muscular guy. And like you said, yeah, he wor- he played for Tina Turner and he was... Uh, yeah. So he's spoofed in Saturday Night Live as, as John Hamm does a Sergio sketch from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a YouTube videos of another guy who's who plays um, Careless Whisper with his saxophone in places. So it's making fun of this guy in this movie, which is interesting. Fun. All greased up, muscular, public thrusting, playing a sexy sax. (laughs) Now, he looks exactly like the main villain in the movie Ring of Steel. Oh, that's a stay tuned. We'll get to that one. (laughs) That's why I like that. Man, you like that movie? I kept having, watching that scene going... Who the hell is this guy? He looks so familiar. He looks so familiar. And going through my Rolodex of movies, and I finally came on that one. I'm like, oh. An actual Rolodex or the one in your brain? The one in my brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. As, as everybody's headbanging along to, to the Sexy Sax Man song, we get introduced to uh, a sexy lady and a little kid. Well, the kids aren't important. Well, we don't see the little kid for a little bit yet. Yeah, she, first, he's there. He's there the being drug along, and then but then Star is the lady, and she starts making, "Hey, I'm sexy." To uh, uh, Michael. Well, he sees her and starts just flat out staring. Creeper staring. Yeah. At her. Just. <laughs> yeah. Well, she. Uh, I, I wouldn't really call her. I guess she's not my type. Of, I, I guess I won't say she was not my type of. Like, she's that stunning that I would just be staring at her. Well, they didn't play it up in the movie. Usually if there's a, a female character that is supposed to do that, like like the okay. crowd spreads and the light comes special okay. down on. And they didn't have that, so... Maybe she was using her powers. Her vampire powers. It was the power yeah. of her hippie skirt. She yeah. did have a hippie skirt. You're right. I want that skirt. Yeah, It's a nice yeah. skirt. It's pretty cool. She's a cool outfit. And um, yeah, he he is now completely entranced with her. She the the concert whatever ends, and he's following her. And Corey Haim is saying stuff like, uh, "Where are we going? What are we doing?" I I'm at the mercy of your hormones. There you go. <laughs> I'll just point to you when I need the quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm at the mercy of your sex glands. That's sex it. glands. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not any better. <laughs> no. <laughs> she gets on the back of a gang of motorcycles. Uh, well, not yet. She's. She's about to go off to get something to eat with Jason Patrick, but oh yeah, this gang of motorcycles shows up and it's the punks from the carousel. Yep, and David, who we're introduced to formerly, yeah, formally, um, he's saying "Star," like you you're mine. You belong to me. Get over here, mm-hmm. and she hops on the back of his bike. Okay, is mm-hmm. this when we get the running of the of, in? Not yet. Okay, no. Okay, no, no, no. you know the mom is looking for a job, and she uh, finds a little kid, whatever, and uh, but she meets this other character who runs a blockbuster, not a blockbuster, basically, yeah, basically a video store, a video and uh, he's wearing shoulder pads and glasses. His name is Max. <laughs> it's another character actor you've seen around Tall in the 80s. Guy. Yeah, he's, and, he's actually pretty famous for playing FDR. Okay. In what? I don't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> in, in something, okay. Yeah. I could see that. He looks like him. But he owns a video store, and that's when we also see the the... the Kiefer Sutherland and his gang, and he tells them, I told you to stay out of here. Yeah, he goes, those, yeah. those kids can't go anywhere, man. Now, get They're up. told to stay away from everywhere. They're a bunch of punks. But uh, Mom says, 
Oh, they're just being kids. Actually, they dress better than we did when we were kids. She, that's a line. She even says. Max's dog, a beautiful oh, yes. white German shepherd Yay. named Thorn, Thorn growls at these punks. Yeah, doesn't doesn't like them. Yeah, you're right. But uh, basically, Diane Weiss' mom gets a job there because she and they kind of hit it off together, Max and her. They're, yeah. they're probably gonna have some dates later on, maybe. Ooh. Um, yeah. Oh, and then comic book, comic store. book store. There we yep. go. Corey Haim walks into a comic book store and runs into Edgar and Alan Frog. Supposed <laughs> brothers. Yeah, they, they don't, don't look like each anything other. alike. Yeah, Corey Feldman is one of the brothers, and then a nobody actor I've never seen or will see again is the other brother. Yeah, and they don't pretty look much. Alike. Yeah, they have this kind of rundown comic book store. And they're making fun of Corey uh, or Max. I don't, what's what's Corey Feldman's character name? I believe he was Edgar. Edgar, okay. And Alan was I will... the dark-haired brother. Yeah, he's forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just showing that these these two Frog Brothers run this comic book store, and they're kind of making fun of Feldman because or Hayne because he's new there and he's wearing really bright a really bright outfit while everyone else is more preppy. Yeah, preppy eighties. Preppy eighties. Yeah. yeah, sure. Bright colors, whites. Mm -hmm. So they're giving a little bit of crap, but he knows his... deserved. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But he knows his Batman comic book stuff. Showing his knowledge of of all this stuff. So it kind of impresses him a little bit. And then they hand him a comic, a vampire comic, saying, here, you'll need this. And it's vampires everywhere. Yeah. And I really like the art in this comic. Um, Whoever did it did a good job with it. But he says, oh, I don't like horror comics but no trust us you will need this and pray you never have to call us yeah and the kids these these two they're trying to be like rambo tough guys and it just comes off as laugh as laughable for me i can remember like, okay but i guess as kid, kid teenage mind, or tween boys doing stuff like this acting like that sure oh yeah then we get into the bike ride right yes yes yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really not much else really happens. Oh, no, his brother buys a leather jacket to be cool. I thought it was the sunglasses. I'd... That comes later. Whatever. Whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah, Either way. He runs, in, she, he runs into Star again yeah. and uh, and also Kiefer Sutherland says, hey, do you know, uh, there's a cave or point we're going to be riding there. And, oh, yeah, the Jason Patrick has a motorcycle and he says, oh, I can't keep up with you or I can't beat you in a race. Oh, you just have to keep up. And so just masculinity, uh, got to prove that I'm tough and I can get the girl that you have type of thing. Yeah. So they go on the beach and they're racing. And I like the way it's shot. It's kind of spooky, dreamlike. Kind of misty. Yeah. And it, you don't, he, it's hard to see what's up ahead. It's kind of dangerous. The camera zooms out and you can see a cliff is coming up. But they're racing neck and neck, uh, David and Michael. And then he has to stop real quick because he doesn't want to go over the edge and... Gets pissed off, punches David in the face. David's smiling. Like, he likes it. Yeah. yeah this, I found a tough guy. We found a good one. Yeah, and the rest of the gang is smiling too. Yeah. And and say, hey, let's come down to our hideout, basically, which is down in a little cave. And we see this. Well, first we see a poster of... Um, Jim Morrison. Thank you. <laughs> I think it was <laughs> top of my head. And yeah, it's just this rundown. They have like a water fountain and thing. It used but to they be... they explain it. Yeah, it used to be this hot spot... Where people would go to have a good time, I guess a hotel 
of some a sort. Hotel of some kind. Yeah. And then, and then an earthquake happened, and because it was right on the fault line, sure, it collapsed. <laughs> and now and it's in is, a cave. This is all that's left of it. Mm-hmm. And they took it over, and they have their uh, drum barrels with fire. And that's everywhere, and actually in Santa Clara, it seems when at the concert there was <laughs> drum barrels everywhere. There's drum barrels with with fire coming out of them. <laughs> but. Um, Hey, it's hard to get electricity out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I suppose. It makes sense here. And yeah. you definitely could tell, okay, this is a vampire lair. I think you can see, if you look closer, you can see some bones and stuff. And just There's spider webs, like yeah. humongous mm-hmm. spider webs Everywhere. and dust. Hey, how's the Chinese food? Oh, this this is one of the things that <laughs> still, I can't watch it. Um, he hands him some rice. He's eating the rice. And he, David asks Michael, how are your maggots? <laughs> Turns into maggots. And you look down and there are maggots just squirming all around in this to-go box from a Chinese it place. Out. Yep. And then nope. David says, oh, it's okay. And then he has a bunch of noodles and he starts eating it and he says, uh, oh, these could be something like, oh, these could no, be no, no, worms. No, no, no. He doesn't and say then, anything. He just... And then he has to say he something. Sh- he showed it to him. Worms are all yeah. crawling in there and, and then... Michael freaks out thinking he's going to eat worms. Nope, just noodles, Michael. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I thought it was a really good way of showing the vampire hypnosis uh, trick on him. Of and it's a good way to get him to, to second see. guess what he's about to eat. Yeah. Or drink. It's really well. I thought that was really well done because then a bottle comes out. It's got decorations and it's got crunk bottle. Yeah, it really it is. <laughs> and basically saying, drink this and you'll be one of us. David takes a drink of it and he has yeah. an orgasm. But then Star is there saying, "Don't drink it. it you don't have to drink it. Don't drink it." Yeah, it, he kind of he's though. shrugging it off and yeah, well, he, uh, he has to prove that he's tough. And then she the says, "Don't idea. drink it. It's blood." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's when he's like, "Yeah, blood. Right. Sure." Yep. Takes a drink and then he gets all hippie trance. Yeah. And because it is blood, it's David's blood. But then this is a, that scene that you remember as a kid. They it wasn't David's blood. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> I had to look it up because Natalie didn't believe me <laughs> because they do say in the movie that it is. I was. Blood. I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, and, they say later on yeah. that you, uh, Star says you drank David's blood. Ah, uh, okay. Even yeah. though it looks really watery and wine, it looks more like wine. Maybe they mix it together with some Boondocks wine, sugar, or oh, or sugar. Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Not that Boondog. Oh, God. (laughs) Boone's Farm. Another part of the initiation is to go on the uh, railroad tracks and then jump down. uh, uh, A bridge uh, railroad track and then jump down. Yep. And then they're hanging there. And there's like some pipes or something they're hanging on or whatever underneath it. They're hanging there. All the guys. And and this is where we're constantly saying, hey, Michael, Michael, come with us, Michael. Come on down, Michael. Michael. (laughs) It's It's throughout the movie. And... We looked it up, and it's 118 times they say Michael in this movie. It gets really annoying it gets, after a while. It's too much. So anyway, they're hanging Sorry. on the bridge. <laughs> a train goes by overhead, making the bridge shake, and they're all holding on as long as they can, and then all of a sudden, they just start dropping one by yeah, one. Yeah, they, they let go into uh, foggy mist below, but Michael holds on as long as he possibly can, and he yep. can't and falls down, but then he's floating... Or they're who knows what's happening. You can't really. Well, they tell. were calling him from the mist. Yeah, they, and yeah. So they weren't dead. They were calling him back, like, "Hey, come on down." Basically, yeah. Had a lot of mattresses down there. Sure, or uh, <laughs> trampolines. Foam. <laughs> Foam. Ooh. Yeah, but he falls, and then somehow he then 
Ends loses, up on his bed. Loses consciousness and yeah. falls into his bed. Yeah. And he's back home. But Next now, thing we know, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Normal time to wake up. Oh, yeah. If you've been out all night long. Mm-hmm. Drinking vampire blood. But Max is there. Hey, where you been? Opens up the curtain of the window. Not Max. Not Max? Max is... Oh, Max the other guy. Yeah. Okay, Corey Haim, because there I you go. can't remember his, his character name. He opens up the curtain. Now, light, sun is coming in. He has to put on his... Michael puts on his glasses. So there we Mom's go. Mom's calling. Mom is going to have a date with Max. And you have to stay home and take care of of a little Haim. Yeah, he doesn't which, want to because he wants to go out with his new buddies. He wants to see Star. Star. Yeah. Well, so that night, wackiness happens, I guess. <laughs> Hey, he's sleeping, and he floats up and slams into the ceiling. Yep. Squishy Before face. Before that, didn't he try attacking? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He, gets, he gets hungry. He gets hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes hungry. down to the fridge and Michael gets does. these hunger pains as he's hunger starting to drink pains. some milk. Yeah. And drops to the floor. Blood. Yeah. He's In a bad way. Mm-hmm. And his brother, Corey, is up in the bathtub singing a dumb singing song. A song he's got suds doing everywhere stuff yeah. with his hair and a nook the dog is with him yeah which is important he's which a good, good, boy. good husky puppy jason patrick bursts in i like the he way is... this is all shot as it he's you could tell that michael's trying not to do this but he's yeah. has to grab opens the door slowly it's the first time and, we see him mm-hmm. start to vampire out vamp out they say in the movie oh yeah whatever so that's how they refer to <laughs> turning to vampire or needing blood or whatever but what i like is yeah uh cory ham he he dunks down underneath the water of the bathtub so he doesn't see as the door opens up and he doesn't also somehow hear nanook growling so the door opens up, yep. Jason Patrick's there, but Nanook jumps at him, and the door closes. So then and when they... Corey Ham comes out of the water, he's like, what the hell just happened? You hear this commotion outside the yeah. door, and um, Corey Haim he, he comes out, out of the... And it's very horror movie shot, and I, yeah. very still, there's no music playing. And I really like that, and uh, goes on the steps, and you can hear uh, 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 Michael, and you don't, you're not too sure, is he going to leap out at him, is he... Yeah. Gonna attack him. Is the dog dead? Because you don't hear right. anything. Mm-hmm. But nope. He and just you got see him the down there yeah. holding his hand and it's bleeding. Yep. What the hell do you do to my dog is a good response. <laughs> Nothing. He bit me. Why would he fine. do that? And Anook is, is back to normal because now he's not vampiring, but yeah. he looks in a reflection and he's half there now in the mirror. Ooh, so he's a yeah. he's a ghost. <laughs> or a half vampire, as we find out later. But He's he not had, a full vampire He explains yet. that mm-hmm. the reason Nanook bit him mm-hmm. was because he was he's, protecting Corey. Yeah, he's protecting him from me. Corey Feldman goes into his, not Corey, Corey Hain, goes into, whatever. <laughs> goes into his room. And yeah, this is when we get floaty time. Yeah, he... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted Michael's, to talk about floaty time. <laughs> no, it just was silly. Michael's sleeping, and all of a sudden... He, his face hits the ceiling. He's just floating around. <laughs> this scene always stuck out to me because it seemed very real as far as when he hits the ceiling, mm-hmm. he's acting very sleepy. He turns and uh-huh. you can see his nose smear across the <laughs> ceiling. And then he floats out the window. Just he grabs a phone. It's almost like out the out of doors is calling to him. It, it like, does seem like he's being pulled outside. Yeah. He doesn't have much control over it more right. than him just floating. And like, he's trying to pull himself back into the with house. The phone line. Yeah, the phone line, the mom calls and is on the line with Corey Haim. 
And basically, he she's on the date with Max, but Corham screams, "Oh, something's going on! Come home quick!" So yep. she runs, get, come, come is on her yeah. way home. And he really starts screaming when he sees his brother floating outside the window. Yeah, and and he's and this is one part when we start to get into. So Corey Haim is is supposed to be acting fun. It's supposed to be silly for him, but in Jason Patrick, this is terrifying. He's screaming his his guts out. Help! Get me in! Help me! This is where the movie fails for me, as it's trying to be a horror comedy, and the the two don't mix well together. Because Cor- every time Corey is trying to do something in funny light, it it doesn't work for me at least. I don't know what you guys thought, or even thought about that at all, <laughs> Joe. I thought his reaction to calling his mom and and demanding that or whatever she, her calling them, and then him freaking out about it was, although it's presented kind of in a funny way. I thought it was a uh, no fair reaction to the. That's what was fine. Going on. It's other it's other lines that fall flat. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, he has a lot of throwaway because he says, goofy lines. He says something like, "You're a vampire. Wait till mom finds out." Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of dumb lines. It's trying and it, all throughout trying to be silly and funny. They're trying Calling to find him the flying nun. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he's a flying nun. That's what. I, yeah, that's okay. what really hit yeah. me. And I blocked all yeah. those out. That, good job. I think. As, when I watched this when I was a kid, it was something that made this movie a little more tolerable for me because horror movies really, really freaked me out. So it it was scary, but that made it not quite mm-hmm. so scary. Now I look at it and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're the comic relief, but it's not quite working. It's not working. Well, the mom comes home and now everything's fine. And Jason Patrick said, don't tell mom, basically. And yeah. He's keeping quiet. Corey Haim tells mom, yeah, he went to bed early. So yeah. everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yep. He got scared and, because he was reading a scary vampire comic. Yeah. Yep. And Oh, yeah. Um, and he was on the phone with the, the – he calls the frog boys and <laughs> asks what to do. They just say, oh, kill your brother right away. Get get a stake and stab him through the heart. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. He's and then brother. they explain to him. That's where they tell him, oh, he's a half vampire. And, oh, no. Oh, 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 I remember. Okay. So then Diane Weiss has to go – apologize to Max in the daytime for leaving the date. And so she's going over to his nice house on the beach, and there's a, do- a gate that says, uh, beware dogs. And she goes past. That's when she gets basically attacked and chased by Thorn. Yeah. The cute. Ooh. Yeah. But and while, you could tell. While Corey Haim was trying to read the comic no when he was when mom came home and he was telling her that (laughs) michael went to bed early he was actually sneaking out oh this is they go have some sexy times oh yeah i I, I missed that whole part i'm sorry yeah oh Oh, that was this this point okay well yeah michael sneaks out has sexy times he said he was gonna go fix this oh okay and so he just had sex yeah and all the vampires were gone and they were actually harassing harassing uh, Max. We didn't see what happened, though. Because they have motorcycles, yeah. they rev them, they have their lights on. But then we didn't see, did they kill Max? We don't know. And so when the mom they, comes well, to visit, maybe they're the... all dead or whatever. And they get chased by the dog. And they add a lot of growling and barking sounds to this yeah, dog. Lots of extra and barking. You could tell that it wasn't growling or sneering. Like, it didn't show its <laughs> no. teeth. That it, dog wanted, wanted to play. play. It wanted to play with yeah. her. <laughs> but it, yeah, the idea, and at the same time, Corham's looking at the comic saying that Head vampires or vampires have hellhounds that guard them while they're sleeping during the day. And so, so that's so how now we they're find starting to think. Thorn. Okay, yeah. Thorn is the guardian for Max, and Max might be the head vampire. And so when we talk to the Frog Boys, they explain, kill the head vampire, and 
Michael, who hasn't killed anyone yet and is still only a half vampire, will return to normal. That's what this mm-hmm. movie explains to us. So they're going to do that. As long that. as you place the rules down, you mm-hmm. get to do whatever you want. And that's fine. It's just long, and they establish the rules fairly well in this movie mm-hmm. of their version of vampires, which yep. which which I did appreciate and like. But then they're having a date. Max is going to be coming over tonight, so the frog boys, we're going to come with. We're going to see if he's actually a vampire. So when we fast forward, oh yeah, um, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot. Michael, when he snuck out and he comes back in the morning, the mom is trying to be a nice person, says something like, aren't we friends anymore? And, and she picks up the milk carton that he dropped on mm-hmm. the ground, and we see a picture of yep. Laddie, the yes. little boy that hangs out with Star. Yeah, it's kind of like a pet for Star, or something to keep her there, yeah, in a way. A I companion guess. for her. Mm-hmm. What also is funny, is a good line, is <laughs> the grandpa who had a date that night, too, he sees, he sees Michael, and he's like, oh, so I guess I wasn't the only one who got lucky, because he went on, uh, the grandpa went on a date with a widow or something. The and widow he, Johnson. And he's got a, a <laughs> cool pickup truck that has a, uh, it plays like cucaracha, um, like horn. <laughs> I like this character. <laughs> and he's a good comic relief, where Corey Haim. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's the, the and the lines that are delivered like that line, oh it looks like somebody got lucky last night. That's delivered very well. Corey Haim did it. You know, we would never believe him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um but now we're at a dinner date at home, so Max shows up, but who answers the door? Michael does. Max asks My, You're the head Max, of the fa- you're the man of the house. You have to uh, aren't you going to invite me in? And then I invite you in. I invite you in. Mm-hmm. As see he the, sneers and walks off. Yep. And we see the grandpa is in his little room and he, he's keeping an eye on Max and he closes He the knows doors. this he guy. Knows, he knows this guy. There is something up with this guy and mm-hmm. he knows it. Well, as we're having dinner and we're going through all the rules, uh, vampires smell bad. Um, so, oh, who has bad breath? That's what it is. Oh, it's Nanook. Nanook has bad breath. Get out of here, Nanook. Uh, they're eating spaghetti, and okay, we put garlic in the cheese. They hand, they give it to Max, and oh, this is too much garlic. They think he's, nope, it just was way too much garlic in the cheese. And it was fresh garlic. Yeah, very, very Ooh. fresh. <laughs> and then the other one is, oh, we spill holy water on him. Nothing happens Nothing. on his lap, just wet. It's just cold. And then right away, then they turn off the lights, and then he put a mirror next to his face to see a reflection. Oh, And there. he wasn't glowing either. He didn't glow. <laughs> and there's a reflection. And Max stands up and says, okay, I know what's going on here. I'm not trying to replace your dad. At first, the idea is that, oh, I know what's going on here. You think I'm a vampire. But no. No, he doesn't say that. He no. says that. Yeah, replace your yeah. dad. So then he leaves and says, hey, tomorrow night, let's Come have, to my house. Come to my house, and we'll, uh, we'll have it proper dinner without your weird kid and friends <laughs> pretty much basically yeah so okay max is not the head vampire so they got to find a head vampire uh so they think so they think what <laughs> spoilers do they uh do they then go into the into cave now <laughs> you're lost man oh we're, my god we're, we're kinda, everywhere we're, we're kind of moving we're all around. over well you know just it's trying to keep right. at a good pace here but then yeah they try and take uh michael out to you know okay now you gotta well, actually feed right that's oh, what's yeah. going on while the dinner the at dinner's home happening. Is michael happening. yeah he, they're trying the gang is yeah. trying to make him into a full vampire yeah so he takes him yeah, or they yeah. take him to uh you see a bunch of punks just having a party on the beach and this is when you see little clan of vampires vamp out. Oh yeah, you get to see, see the freaky eyes and, and the yeah. fangs and the fangs that are way too close together. 
Yeah, normally <laughs> it'd be two teeth over or one yeah. tooth over yeah. Yeah. left or Typically right. you see it on the incisors. Well, no, it just be different from it's other typically on the movies. canines. They had it on their incisors. There you go. Sorry. They belong on their canines. I, I, I didn't mind it. They had a little bit on their they canines. Look goofy. They were tiny. Really? They're like, grrr. I liked it. They, they kind of have like <laughs> some a, of them a... looked good. Some of them yeah. looked like you're just gonna bite your lip a lot. <laughs> Maybe the actors did. That would have been me. I could see they probably did. Oh, or had to leave them in. Had a hard time eating <laughs> between scenes. takes. Between takes, mm-hmm. they had to have everything <laughs> like yeah, a straw or everything. Yeah, blended. Yeah. And blend everything. Suck it up through a straw. Yeah, but Michael doesn't is he he starts to vamp out as well, doesn't he? Yes. But he doesn't want to kill and he right. he falls down from the tree that they're looking at oh yeah. this gang or a, a party on the beach. The mass slaughter. Oh yeah, yeah. Biting biting heads and oh, yeah. ripping stuff off. Well although we don't see that much gore at no. this point, really. A little bit. A little bit I mean they've there. got it's, it's qu- blood cut gushing quickly. here and there, but not enough for a rated R movie in my opinion. Eh. But Times change. Yeah. That's just me, though. We've seen a lot of gory movies. Yeah. <laughs> much gorier than this. Very much so. Yep. So Michael realizes, I'm not that kind of vampire, and refuses to kill. Refuses to do it. Yeah, and it goes home, and that's when Star comes up and says, hey, help me get out of here. Help me and Laddie, the the boy, yeah. uh, escape from them, because we don't like them either. We're the same as you. We haven't killed. Yeah, they haven't killed yet, so... That all three of them now we know are half vampires. In the daytime, you get the frog boys, and they they yoink the the grandpa's old cool convertible car that he never drives anywhere. <laughs> he has to drive his pickup truck. He likes. <laughs> they borrow it. Borrow it. Yeah, and and uh, the frog boys have their military gear on. Their, their vampire hunter stuff on with. Yeah, they're ready. Spikes. To go. They're ready. Oh, and a really good scene that th- this I like is they go to a church. Well, uh, there's yeah. a baptism happening. Well, that's a little that's later. later. That's, that's later. later. That's later. I'm skipping. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so right now, uh, movie blended together. Michael for me. Michael wants to save Star and Laddie. There we go. During the daytime. So he's that's going right. to the cave to go and get them with the help of his brother and the Frog Brothers. They get to the cave. Michael is getting Star and Laddie out of the cave while the brothers are all. Going down after That's the right. vampires. And they're looking for him and looking for him. They can't there, find yeah. him. And they look up and scream. Yeah, they crawled into another from the part ceiling. of the cave. Yeah, and they're all hanging. And I like that they have bat feet. And they're hanging yeah. upside down, which is, I like that. I thought it was goofy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all right. I, I whatever. Like it, I like it because, like we talked about before, they have their own rules in yeah, th- yeah. this version of vampires. So it's something different. Mm-hmm. Instead of being in coffins. Yeah, and Corey Feldman says, well, this is a coffin. Because he's got a smoker voice. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't know which one is the head vampire. So who so do they pick? <laughs> we're going to pick the smallest first. Which makes no sense. You would pick the yeah, bigger, cooler one, like yeah. a Kiefer Sutherland type. <laughs> I mean, you could he's recognizable, but they pick the second most recognizable person here that they're going to kill Bill. Was it Bill Esquire? <laughs> Bill S. Preston Esquire. Esquire, yeah. <laughs> he's the smallest, so we're going to pick him. <laughs> The least threatening of out of all the, all four of the vampires, and the only one who I could see was his his mullet <laughs> yeah. was extensions. Oh, was so... The other guys, I could believe that, yeah, was, that was their, their real actual hair. hair. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they all, that's right. Oh, yeah, they all have so long bad. hair and mullets. Let's see. It was the eighties. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but uh, it was Corey so, Feldman just so bad with one just good thrust that. That steak goes all the way through, and 
glitter blood comes flying out, hitting everybody. Yeah. And they're all screaming. All the other vampires wake up. And this is truly where a Joel Schumacher <laughs> moment happens. Yeah. Because he really wanted it to Just, stand out. It, it does. So he wanted it to shimmer and put glitter in the blood. I liked it. I liked that it was glitter blood. And it's on, <laughs> on all of everybody. And they start crawling out of this other cave. and But Kiefer starts chasing him and yeah. grabs hold of uh, Corey Haim's leg. Yes. And then... They well, drag, him drag him into They're the pull, sun. Yeah, pulling back and forth, but then sun hits his hand. And his hand catches fire. And as he's pulling it back and looking like he's in pain, yeah. you see this single tear go down his cheek. I thought that was a great moment. And <laughs> it, I thought they had done this on purpose, but no. <laughs> it was an accident. It turns out that Kiefer Sutherland's contacts were bothering him so bad that tear came down at just the right time. Did it and like they tear kept or something? That one contact tore at also, oh, or yeah, it hurt, it hurt wow. him. Yeah. So it was just, I imagine. A, just an, a good his, accident. His eyes were so irritated, it mm-hmm. created this tear, and it was just a serendipitous moment. Yeah, it was very good. I thought maybe someone littered on their way out or something. Single tear. <laughs> oh, good reference. Mm-hmm. Everybody, uh, kids get back and they escape, but now they have uh, Star and, and, uh, and, Laddie. and Laddie. So they all get out of there. Yep. And, and they have one day to prepare. That's when because I see they yeah, know just the... the rest of oh, yeah, the day. Oh, yeah, they're going to come that night yeah. to the house. That's right. Yeah. They're going to attack the house. This is when they prepare and they go to the church. Which was great pacing for the movie. Very good. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Because it, now it's not, oh, we did this. Do, do, do. Something else happens. No, it's this is happening now. They know mm-hmm. that they're yep. in deep shit. We got to get moving on mm-hmm. this. And you see, not only are the kids preparing, but Grandpa's preparing for something. Oh yeah, earlier All of he a was sudden, when they took the took the convertible. Yeah, he was he was putting in stakes he, out the, in the front lawn. And that's something we see when they get the house uh, in a bunch of different scenes. Is the fences that all go around are made out of stakes. So yeah, Grandpa knows something, and now he's putting even, even bigger point. ones in. Yeah, on these huge stakes in his fence, and it's in a and there's a bunch of. Uh, Giant steak posts in the back of his pickup truck. Yep, so he's putting in a whole bunch more. Okay. I want to talk about the church scene. Okay, <laughs> talk about the church scene. They go to the church, and there's a, there's, there's a, there's a baptism. baptism happening. And then they, they bust on in and fill up their canteens with holy water, and everyone looks at them. Then they leave. I liked it They lot. hold up their fists in solidarity with oh, yeah. the whole... <laughs> Baptism thing. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I, I get it because anyone who goes to a church where they have those uh, holy water bowls at the front <laughs> w- would understand that basically, yeah, it's a free-for-all. If you were just going to sit there and just like scoop it, no one would know what to do with someone like that. They'd be like, "What? what why are they doing that? Oh, they're gone already? Uh, uh-huh, I guess we'll put some more out. <laughs> I mean, that's... But it's good to make fun of that a little bit. I think that yeah, it was yeah. it made me chuckle. Yep, that that joke landed. <laughs> so you're right. Now they're at their home. They're yeah. um, they convince Grandpa that to go away on a date. Yeah, and they made Mom him think is that at Max's house. Yeah, they made Grandpa think that the widow Johnson called and mm-hmm. thought there was supposed to be a date that night. Yep. So as soon as Grandpa leaves, Mom Mom is gone. They start boarding up the house. And, uh, preparing, preparing, yeah, and then vampires come in and start attacking, and yeah, they come, they they all come in one almost kind of one at a time, and there's one guy upstairs who starts fighting uh, the frog boys, 
This is one of my favorite deaths, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and earlier they had, yeah, they put garlic and holy water in the bathtub, and they're filling up squirt guns. Yeah. Which was with good, holy which water. Which is good. Yeah, with both combination of both. <laughs> but since So he walks into the yeah. bathroom and sees a whole bunch of garlic floating in the tub, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he looks at him and says, garlic don't work, boys. Yep. To which they reply, but- try holy water, death breath. Oh, and start man. squirting him in the face. Yep, and they're hurting him, and they're push. They get pushed down. They're screaming, but to the rescue, Nanook runs on in and jump kicks the vampire <laughs> into the tub. And it's a really good death of melting, screaming. And he's going through all the pipes too. It's blowing up the pipes in the house. It's disgusting. And it is sparkle and blood going all the way through. And I didn't like it that it was destroying all the pipes of the house, which didn't make sense. I know they set up earlier. Yeah. They said all vampire, uh, the frog boys know all this stuff, and they say all vampires die differently. Mm-hmm. Some explode, some shriek, some implode, some implode, and then we and some just go with a whimper. Some, there you go, and we and see think, that as yeah, they're they dying. Did, every one up, that they kill right. goes in one of those fashions, and they do set it up. Yes, so it's the movie rules work. Yeah. So I and understand. actually, the order that they say how the vampires mm-hmm. die in. They actually die in that order. And Nellie saw that in the beginning of the movie when they're introduced, we see each one. As they jump onto the carousel, carousel. that's the order they die in. Yep. I thought that was, that's, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So you get you get that's a couple cool. of points there, movie. So Nook kills that one vampire. Then another one comes in and uh, he gets arrowed. By uh, death by Corey, stereo, he gets Corey Haim <laughs> shoots an arrow through the vampire and hits a stereo behind him, and he gets electrocuted, and his head pops yeah. off and blows up. And whatever, <laughs> we'll chalk that one up to Joel Schumacher, right? There. Yeah, it really, yeah, that's sure. a corny death. I mean, would that kill a vampire? Because it's just well, technically, it's kind of getting staked. But it's just it's a really it's an arrow. It's not. But it's wood. It is wood, right. and it's going through his heart. Okay, okay. I got, got a good the rest shot of it's there. just sure. you the know, electricity icing on helping. The cake. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll allow it. Good, <laughs> good. But then Keeper Solid comes in and he starts smacking, <laughs> smacking Michael around because he's yeah, so quick and he's, oh, no, he's no, floating no. around and. That one's, with, that one's Michael's. Yeah, yeah. David's playing with Michael, basically. Yeah. He punches him in the face and hides and goes back in the shadows, floating around, giggling. And I always thought there was more, like, in-air battle in this scene. No. But there's only, like, one big leap, and that yeah, was yeah. it. And yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh. Kind of floating around a little. Yep. So, yeah, finally, uh, Michael and vamps they're, out. And they're hanging on to this doorway. Yeah, because they're, yeah, they're pushing back each other, flying yeah. at each other, pushing back and forth. And Michael's hanging on for dear life. And looks behind him yeah. and sees these antelope antlers on the, sticking on Grandpa's out. Grandpa's table of, of weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> Weird table of taxidermy. And all of a sudden turns and lets go. David goes flying Aww, into the antlers. I wanted him to win. Now, do antlers count as wood? Because, yeah. Here's the thing, though. He, he gets staked. Light. Hits him like a sun, sunlight or whatever, a beam of, of something as he slowly just dies and he doesn't explode. He just, he just goes to sleep, it seems. He yeah. closes his eyes and then the light well, goes he, away. He loses so kind he, of that glowish. The glowishness of him. Yeah. Well. Because they wanted to make a sequel is the idea that he didn't die. Uh, 
Yeah. But, but it never happened, of course. Yeah. It, well, it or did it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But, 24. But nothing happened to him beyond that point, really, at this time. And we see that nothing has happened to Michael Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. He's still full on Michael's vamp. still there. A star is there. Star and, comes and the running kid, in. They're still, yep. they're still uh, vamp. They still feel it. They say, we don't yeah. feel any different. And somewhere along the line in here, we saw Laddie vamp Ugh. out, too. That always creeped me out. I'm sorry. It was sorry. creepy, but it didn't. It was dumb. Yeah. I thought it was dumb when the little kid jumps out of the bed. And <laughs> but they did call him was, Eddie Munster. Well, the kid, in my mind, it, it was self-defense because he, doesn't know he kept yeah. hearing those yeah. kids say, kill them all, kill them all. We That's have true. to kill yeah. them all. So then he's thinking they're going to kill him, Yeah, too. and Star was like, leave him alone. He's just a kid. And yeah. like, yeah, he's gone full Eddie Munster or something like that. But you're right. Yeah, they they thought, oh, we killed David. He was a head vampire. We haven't changed, though. Dump, dump, dump. But then who comes home? Right at the exact moment, Mom and Max come in, and they see the disaster of the house. Yep, Mom's freaking out. Is everything okay? Yep, and then that's when Max says something like, "Oh, my boys, what did you do to my boys?" Or I told them he's actually pretty acting pretty calm about it, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, and... they're expendable to him. Well, yeah, of course. He can, he make... can always make more. Because he's a head vampire. <laughs> and his plan all along mm-hmm. was to make Diane Weist. The mom for make her the mother of the of vampires. His lost boys yep. of his Brady Bunch vampire family. I think they even say that line. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. He's vampiring out as he's head vampire. He's got his contacts in now. He's got his, <laughs> he's got his funky teeth. Then luckily, Grandpa, you hear wah 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 as, yep. the, as the truck backs up, smashes through the front uh, wall of the house, and all those stakes are in the back of the pickup truck, go flying. And, and Michael pushes it, Max into, yep, into the, the path of one of those flying stakes at he, the right moment. And he gets washed. Aww. He, from from I know. And it makes me sad. Oh, no, but Max gets killed, and he dead. Woo! And... Weird looking flames go shooting up. Yes, and now everyone that was just a half half vampire are back to normal. Not just half. You see, David oh, yeah. go from his punk look to more of that soft baby face. Aw. Oh yeah, you're so, right. They do show that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody that Max made a vampire would have turned back to normal. And then Grandpa goes into the fridge. Oh, yeah. Gets himself a drink from his old, old fart. fart. Oh, nice area, and calm. And says something like, Yeah, the one thing I've never liked about Santa Clara is all the goddamn vampires. Best line of the movie. Best character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the nook. And the movie ends. And That's that was it. Lost Boys, 1987. Mom and. Corey and oh, they're all Michael covered in ash all... from the explosion. <laughs> yeah, they all look like crap, yep. like they've been through the war. The and house is covered in blood, glitter. Slack jawed, and Grandpa's just drinking his beer yep. <laughs> or his root beer. Root beer. Root beer. Yeah. He has got root beer. Yeah. The sequel would have been Nanook and Grandpa they have... just hunting vampires down. In There's the an actual sequel. World. There are two sequels that were directed to DVD. Yes. It would be fun if it was Grandpa and Nanook, but they wanted the Corys in the in the sequels. No. They actually brought back the Frog Brothers. So. Okay. The okay. dark-haired... Dark-haired guy who, yeah. he's only done the sequels. He's only been in... Pretty much. He's in three yeah, movies. He was, he was <laughs> in the sequel. <laughs> doing for this. Okay, what do, you, what do you guys think? Does it still hold up? Any other are there any other scenes that I, I skipped over that we want to I don't think so. I think we pretty about? much hit Or any other um, jokes? I, I didn't understand why Max had so many neon lights in his own house. I can answer that. It was the 80s. 
it was Joel Schumacher. He loves neon. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we see that, Max. It doesn't make any sense. That's the reason why. Way. If And, yeah, certain camera movements, you could tell they're not done exactly right. The half-naked picture of... Uh, of Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe in the poster, Joe Schumacher. <laughs> All of Corey Haim's clothes should be burned because they were just god awful in this yeah, movie. I mean, definitely. I, 80s I, I actually are, liked his robe. His, that bathrobe was pretty awesome. I don't remember the bathrobe. I don't remember but it's based off of a famous clothes, painting. I drew hmm. the design because it's like cave art design, 1980s yeah, but that was style. Very popular then. Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was very popular. It was, yeah. but yep, yep. oh, it's it's terrible. God, it's awful. That doesn't hold up. His, <laughs> oh, his no. wardrobe does not hold oh, up. Oh, that is awful. Or just one earring in his left ear. So that was eighties. But did it hold up for you guys? Since you've seen this movie and I haven't, Joe? I'm gonna say uh, no. Doesn't hold up for you. What no. didn't you like about it? Now as an adult, I maybe I just wasn't in the right frame of mind. Maybe I went into it being distracted by other things, but I just I didn't care for it. I, yeah, and that's, that's a personal like a, preference thing. It's okay. not a uh, – because I think there are a lot of things to actually say that that's a solid movie, whether it's in the 80s or not. But I just didn't care for it this time around. Okay. I'd say for an introduction to vampire movies or to horror movies in general, I think it would be a good movie. Granted, yeah, it does have a lot of very heavily 80s moments, yes. uh, so that part doesn't hold up very well. On the other hand, it has some solid camera work here and there. It here does and, and it, there. It does, it does and it doesn't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, a few lines are pretty classic that could stick around for a while. And yeah, the... But it, it lays down though, the law Because you for... really like this movie as a kid. Is that interfering with your like of this movie? I, I really tried to be as objective about sure. it as possible. And yeah, I think it could be a good introduction to horror movies or vampire movies. As somebody that had never seen it and is going into it after watching lots of other horror movies, I don't think it would hold up at mm-hmm. all for them. But I personally still love it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And you want to watch it again right oh, away. Yep. Goodness, yes. <laughs> so for me, not having seen this movie or having any nostalgia to it, I saw it straight through. And yeah, agreed. I've seen lots of horror movies and I've seen a lot of horror comedy movies. And I really feel that's what they were trying to do with this one. They were trying to do combine the two together. And it failed with that. It, I think it would have been if it was just a horror movie and more story with uh, Michael, who I thought Jason Patrick did a great job in, and more with Kiefer Sutherland and less with the, the Corys and the Frog people and boys, I would have enjoyed this movie more as a, a more of a horror movie than than what we're what it, what it actually was, uh, or but or the other way with a better director like John Landis, he did like a American Werewolf in London, and that's horror horror comedy movie. Yeah, I think uh, he could have done a really he could have done, good job he, and with the this. Twilight Zone movie and other stuff that he's done. That I think he was just a better director, a better writer. And that's the other thing is um, this was written by the okay the story idea was written by two people I've never heard of, but then they brought in a third person, Jeffrey Bohm, and he's written a ton of good movies, um, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, and a bunch of other really good, well done movies. And he does comedy well too. He he did <laughs> Briscoe County Jr. He was the uh, great so show. So it's a comedy show yeah. is my is my point. And he likes characters. Anyway, I'll wrap up my thought. <laughs> I liked it. I like the vampire rules in this movie because they're different. They set it up and they play by their rules. And uh, there are good scenes in here, but there are also really bad scenes. Um, I would say recommend watch it, but don't 
expect the greatest movie ever. And I don't feel that those quotes, I didn't get any quotes at all besides the grandpa quotes. Sorry, Natalie. (laughs) For me, those just went right on by like, he's got garlic or stank breath. See, I don't even know the the quotes of the movie because they didn't stand out for me because they weren't presented well from the bad Corey actors or written well. Okay. So that's my opinion. So kind of it. So that was The Lost Boys. If you want to get a hold of us, email the Rewinders Podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at The Rewinders Pod. You can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please rate and review. All right, what would you rename this movie? Looking at me, so I'm, I'm looking at you. You can go first, or Natalie can go first. Hippies always win in the end. Okay. Michael. You're stealing mine. <laughs> mine would be, yeah, Michael! Exclamation point. A vampire story. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> we are the Rewinders. Thanks for listening. Michael. 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 Wow, Lisa. <laughs>